It's for sure over-engineered. You know, for better or for worse, we actually look at it sometimes like, God, why, why did we do that? You know, that is so much more than it needs to be. And like, and we're thinking like, like I, I hope people, will, when they receive it, they'll appreciate the, the work and the dedication and the thoughtfulness that went into that. But like, they might not, and that's probably okay, as long as, you know, they like it. Hey guys, welcome back to The Hive Podcast. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I have a great guest in store for you guys this week, as always. But before we bring him on the show, in case you're wondering, I am back on the road in T1A again this week. The only difference is I'm using the WS2 pop filter on it because the pop filter that comes with the road in T1A that's more like a pop screen, it it covers my whole face when I use it. So we're using the WS2 windscreen. Again, the road NT1A going into the original Roadcaster. I edited last week's podcast, which you guys have already probably listened to, hopefully. Um, and I really like the sound of this microphone over the, uh, not the Rode, the Shure SM7B, which is a great legendary microphone, but it just proves to show you, like it just goes to show you that it really doesn't matter the exact mic. Everyone's using that Shure SM7B, but it might not be the right mic for your voice. So play around, test different microphones. I'm really digging this. Um, I like the way my voice sounds and it gives like a little bit more like tonality to the space too. I think it, I just like it a lot. Let me know what you guys think down in the show notes or the comment section if you're watching on YouTube. Um, But don't forget to leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube and if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave a review. I really do appreciate it. But let's get into this week's episode. We have David Tyler from Modwood joining us this week. David, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Of course, man. I'm really excited that you reached out and we got you on. Um, You make really great solutions for creative, well, for a lot of people, but creatives in particular, I've seen your product like on desks and you make essentially desks, like to really dumb it down, it's a desk desk shelf, but it is a lot more than that. We're going to, we're going to get into that, but I'm really passionate about having a good creative space my desk setup has evolved a lot. We've had a lot of people that are into that, the desk setup space on the show. And you got to have like a good feeling space for yourself to be productive and to be motivated to come work because that traditional office desk just ain't doing it for people. So you got to have this good creative space. We agree. Yeah. And um, a desk, a desk shelf is a good place to start, but um, why don't you give us a little rundown on who you are and what Modwood is, because you are more than just a desk shelf. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that we we almost are like a desk shelf is our first best product almost by accident. Um, I say that because we, we make this modular system uh, and it can really be a lot of different things for a lot of different spaces in your house. Um, any place that you have like a countertop area that is disorganized, we think our solution is great for. We actually built the original sort of like solution. We built these 10 different block sizes. We've only released like, I think, less than half of them. And so the whole system, we've actually spec'd out from the very beginning. And the whole idea was that we wanted to create a solution that was modular, that could fit any place of your home. It could be like a little spot. Everyone's got that that spot in their kitchen that catches like all of their charging cables, their mail, you know, like kids' schoolwork, that kind of thing. So like that area. 
your desk, obviously, um, your bedside table, really any place that kind of like accumulates stuff that you don't want to necessarily throw out, but you just want to organize a little bit better. We think this is a really good solution for it. It's, it's you know, it's much more elevated than maybe having like a, like a wicker basket or a, or a plastic sort of like drawer. Um, but I, we thought that our first best customer was probably in the desk shelf, you know, the, the desk setup community. And in part, you know, I think that we are all kind of guilty of, um, tackling our own problems. <laughs> you know, I think that like any entrepreneur and founder or something like you just inevitably make something for yourself. Like, and, and I think that this is natural, right? So like I wanted to make something for me. And I, I think this is relatively common that, you know, a lot of folks during the pandemic, they came home, uh, they were sent home uh, and they're all of a sudden trying to work out of their, their houses became a lot more than just their house. <clears throat> so their house was their gym, was their school, was their office, was their restaurant, you know, and it was still their house, you know. And so I think that there's a bunch of people over that time frame, myself included, that went home and we had a suboptimal home office because we just weren't really spending a lot of time there. And so around the same time we were talking about this business uh, and as a first, like I said, as a first best product, I was looking at, well, how can I optimize my experience in working from home to be really productive, to have a dedicated space that's made for me? And, you know, there's there's definitely products in the market um, and a lot of them are, are great. You know, I have nothing really bad to say about them. We just have a different take on it. And again, our, you know, part of that is that it's modular, part of that it's that, you know, it's, it's made for a variety of different places. I think you take a lot of the other products in our category and you put it anywhere other than your desk and it doesn't make a lot of sense. I think if you were to take our product our product, and put it in a whole variety of places, it, it makes a lot of sense there. And I think we're, we're only just beginning to kind of tackle that uh, today. So I know there's a lot more than what you're asking for, but yeah, so a little when, bit of background. When did you start Modwood? When was like the first concept started? I was, I think it was in like April of 2020. Okay. Uh, thereabouts. Uh, so my co-founder and I, we both worked for a fine furniture manufacturer, which is part of why our, our, our solution is the way it is. My background previously, I worked for Apple for 10 years. Um, I started a couple of software businesses. Okay. <laughs> this is very different. Very than different, right? Uh, social, software versus yeah, very different. Yeah. actual hardware. Yes. <laughs> it, it is so much harder. So like uh, I did a couple of software startups. Um, one of them was a social network, um, sold both of those. Uh, I started doing some other things and getting into e-commerce and was working for a fine furniture manufacturer. In fact, like the stuff you see behind me is really nice credenzas, solid hardwood. It's really nice stuff. Um, and so I, I sort of accidentally got an appreciation for nice furniture. Uh, and my co-founder was working at the time as well. He had just moved from Rhode Island. Um, and so we met, we met just because he had a, um, I am into cycling and he had a, a bike rack on the back of his car. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, you just started working here and I see you got a bike rack. Do you want to go for a ride sometime? Uh, so we met, you know, just kind of cycling and we were both talking about at, you know, during the pandemic, like we want to do something on our own. Again, he knew that I had some background experience in starting a company. Um, and so we started just spitballing ideas and seeing, you know, where we could match his, he's the builder. Uh, you know, I, we both kind of like dabble in product design. We both come up with the concepts. Um, he's the builder. His background is in building really fancy sailboats, uh, out of like carbon fiber and stuff with like these really intricate CNC machines. He's going to listen to this and say that I'm totally getting it wrong, but imagine really nice sailboats yeah. and how that's manufactured. He was playing a, a major role there. And so 
you know, his background doing that and my background and, and some degree of product design um, and, uh, and starting businesses. And this is kind of what we came up with. I love that you, you got, you have very technical people building essentially what can be a very simple product. So, you know, it's going to be very well yeah. built and um, over-engineered, which it's going to last a long time. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's for great. sure over-engineered, you know, for better or for worse, we actually look at it sometimes like, God, why, why did we do that? You know, that is so much more than it needs to be. And like, and we're thinking like, like, I, I hope people will, when they receive it, they'll appreciate the the work and the dedication and the thoughtfulness that went into that. But like, they might not. And that's probably okay. As long as, you know, they like it. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to, to understand how hard it is to like inlay magnets going the correct direction, you know? Yeah. So that's, I've, that's I've had Pat Flynn on the show and Caleb Wajak and they created SwitchPod, right? Which is like this a competitor to like the Joby tripods. I'm not sure if you know, if you know what that is, okay. but um, it's, it's a, actually, I've got a Joby tripod behind me. I should probably throw it out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's totally, <laughs> it's, it's a similar solution, but it's different. And hearing yeah. about the process that they went through. And I love hearing yeah. when an owner is so involved in the creation of the product, you know, every little detail that got you to that point. Yeah. What were some of those like early iterations of your product um, and were there any like, yeah, this isn't going to work. We need to change this. I would love to hear a little bit of the behind the scenes of oh, yeah, all the iterations on. that got Actually, you to where you, you're at now. Can you give me like one second? I'm just going to grab. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode. We'll take this moment to say, hey, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, make sure you go ahead and subscribe and uh, hit that like button if you're enjoying this. That was pretty cool. Okay, so your webcam what the heck just happened? Because that, that was cool. It's the studio display. So the Apple studio. So I, you know, I, I worked for Apple for 10 years. So like I'm uh, admittedly a, a bit of a fanboy. Um, so I've got the Apple studio display. So it's not a nice camera. Like I'll be the first one to say like it is a bad camera, um, but it follows you around and it is cool. That and is it cool. does get annoying sometimes because like I'll stand up and like try to show something and yeah. it starts to like want to focus on me and not what I'm trying to show. Yeah, um, I, but, I've heard that about I, the camera. It's very, it's soft, right? It's not the sharpest camera. It's yeah. very soft. It does like something with the skin smooth, like smoothing and stuff. But yeah, it like, sure does. The... If you guys are listening, you got to go watch at least this segment because I haven't seen one in person work like that. And that was pretty dang cool. Even when you reach down to get the product, every time it does it, it moves, yeah, you're like, every time Whoa. it does it. So it was like, is someone like filming you right now? And it's like, you kind of, I mean, the software is. Yeah, it's, it's um, scary anyway, smooth. I, I to grab. Very like how smooth it is. Is Well, not that time, <laughs> but it is. every other time. It's, well, very I mean, it's, it's actually pretty impressive. Yeah. All right, let's see something. I don't know if I've shown these to anybody. Um, This is, these are our first prototypes. Um, And so this is made out of MDF. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't um, sound as solid as your current product. You can, you can kind of hear it. No, I mean, it's terrible, right? (laughs) That's kind of the whole idea. Like the, it's, it's made out of MDF. We, we originally thought that we could make uh, like the, the main structure from MDF which is a good material. It's really hard. It's really strong. And cost effective. It's easy to work with all of our stuff. And it's cost effective. You know, you work with with a CNC machine. um, So it works nicely there. These are our first prototypes and they're actually still magnetic. And so we we cut these at a friend's uh, shop in Rhode Island, somebody that my my co-founder knew. Um, We hand drilled where the magnets go. They're all kind of painted, but like we we like literally got out with our our little drill press and hand drilled the little holes. We put the magnets in, 
And this is kind of the test to see like, you know, does it even make sense? Does it work to build something? And like you can see, like they, they snap together nice and solid. This one had, um, it's almost too solid. <laughs> it's like, it's really strong. You can pick yourself. Uh, and so that's like prototype number one. It just looks like a really, it looks like a bad, like, you know, little file thing, like made out of plastic. Um, but it proved that the theory, the, the, the idea kind of worked okay. And we were playing with different sizes and what makes sense there. And so then we started making slightly more sophisticated ones. So here's one that is slightly more sophisticated, um, also still made out of MDF. You can see on the sides, on the inside, there's like holes where we actually embed magnets that are hidden on the outside or on the, really on the inside of the sides. So the sides snap together as well to hold everything in place. Um, and then this one was a, one of the first ones that had a magnetic uh, removable faceplate. Uh, so this is made of solid hardwood. This one's maple. Um, you can kind of see the engineering that goes into it. So we've got these little pieces, these gussets in the side that hold the mitering together. We embed the magnets in it. Um, these were really terrible. You see, they just kind of like flop around. Yeah. <laughs> so we realized we need to do more engineering to kind of like dado those in. So they actually like nest in place. Um, but again, it, you can kind of see how things were evolving. Um, and the other thing we, we realized MDF, it's one, it's actually less cost effective than we thought it was going to be. Um, and the other big problem is once we built like a whole thing, it's exceptionally heavy. Uh, and at the end of the day, we have to ship these to people and put them in boxes. And while hardwood is, is pretty heavy, um, MDF is meaningfully heavier than even solid hardwood. And so we decided that we needed to move to something that was a lot more conducive to shipping uh, than those. So I'll show you the, the final one. Here's kind of like the current product. Here's the three finishes. I've got black. This is natural. Uh, and then this is white. Uh, so these are the three finishes that you can have. This is how the tops work. So we've got, you know, the solid hardwood top. If you look at the back, this is where we inlay a piece of hardwood going the opposite direction of the grain. And the reason we do that is anyone that's ever worked with wood, <clears throat> you know that wood wants to flex and, and, and twist on you. It'll cup. And so like wood doesn't want to be flat. Like it just hates being flat. And so like, of course, anyone that builds things out of woods, you really need to make it flat. And so we put these in here as stiffeners, but they're also where we embed the magnets. So the, the neodymium magnets go in here and there's two sets. There's a set that you see on the bottom here. And there's another set that's nested just underneath the surface. So you've got something like, sorry, this is becoming a bit of a demo, but you've got this little guy. This is one of our trays. Oh, and that's cool. It just snaps on. It snaps on. And, and so, so you guys have to go watch yeah, this so if you're listening. This right is amazing. Place. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so like, we think it's pretty cool. I mean, for a tray, it's nice because like if, if like your desk gets knocked, it kind of like stays in place. Um, but I think it becomes much cooler when we have other accessories that we roll out that work with that sort of like hidden magnet grid on the top. Um, and the last thing I'll show you here is some of the construction of the, the piece itself. So here's a drawer. And we use real drawer slides. Not a whole lot of people in our category are using real ball bearing metal drawer slides. So it's 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 closer to like a um, like a nice jewelry box than yeah. anything else. The face plates again are removable. So you take this off, and on the back of that, you can see there's where the magnets are. We've got some stiffeners in here. This is made out of G10. Anybody that's into um like pocket knives knows what G10 scales are. So we use G10 inlays to keep that nice and flat. And then it goes on to that magnet grid on the front. So if you wanted this to be instead of walnut or instead of uh, maple here, you just snap that off. 
and I'll pop on, here's a walnut one. And then you just totally change up the look of your, your shelf by just, you know, popping on some new magnetic faceplates, kind of like changing the phone case. Yeah. So that right there, uh, but we think even easier is, is awesome. Cause we didn't dive too much into what like really makes you guys different. And it's the modular system and how you guys implement magnets to be able to switch out things. So first off, yeah. like putting that tray on top and it's going to stay in place is great because yeah. I am so OCD neat. about getting stuff exactly where it needs to go. And then, you know, while you're working yeah. stuff gets moved. Right? And then it's like, Oh, I got to straighten yeah. this out. Like, that solves the OCD problem for sure. But another another huge issue is like if you change out your desk, like I had a darker desk, smaller. Then I kind of created my own desk with like some Ikea drawers and basically a kitchen countertop. So it's super, super yeah. long. I can have multiple setups, like one on each end, but it's a different yeah. color. So my Grove made, which is another solution, right, for a desk shelf yep. is Walnut. Well, it doesn't, like it works, but it, like it doesn't match because I have, you know, like the oak colored top. So having the modular system to where like, okay, I got a different colored desk now. I'm just going to go get different face plates and bam, like it snaps right on yep. and it's great for the drawers. That That is a great, great solution. Uh, let's dive into like the magnets, right? We didn't really talk about that like when you guys were starting. So was that initially a part of the concept was like, we're going to use magnets so you can stack stuff and you can have different face plates or did that come later on? Yeah, it, it actually kind of was, um, you know, we knew that we wanted to make this modular system. Um, and we were thinking about, you know, well, how are we going to make it all kind of come together? And it, as silly as this sounds, like I like to draw a lot. Um, and so I use this remarkable tablet. I don't know if you know what these are. I love this thing. I used to draw in sketchbooks all the time and, you know, I've got like dozens and dozens of like moleskins over there with like sketches of all kinds of things. Um, but this thing is, has been a godsend. I love it. At any rate, um, I was, I was kind of like drawing these concepts of the different sizes that we wanted to do. And I was like sketching up some different accessories that we want to roll out. Um, and this is in the, we haven't, we hadn't quite figured out like the magnetic connectivity yet. And it was this little piece right here. This is a pen. And it just snaps on the side. And I was just like playing with it. You know, like you just kind of like take it on and off. This is like a, almost like a fidget kind of thing. And while I was thinking about it, I was just doing that. And I was like, oh, that's it. It's so obvious. Magnets should be the, the connective tissue. It's like it's so much better than having to like get down with like some screws and like a little hex nut or something. Yeah, like Ikea. Um, it's so <laughs> like they have that little. Yeah, I mean, it's just like we nut. wanted to make something that's just like incredibly simple. And then I started looking around and like literally everything's got magnets in it now. Like I've got my, I behind me, I've got my, my wallet, my Apple wallet goes, you know, on the back of my mm -hmm. phone. Uh, and I've got like the magnetic connection on the iPad. So like everything's got these like little magnets in it everywhere. It seemed obvious to have, if you're going to have a modular system, well, that's how it should interconnect. Knowing how strong they needed to be and how to, you know, engineer it so that it worked the way we, we wanted it to. That's the really hard part. You dial in, you have, like we originally got these really thin ones, not realizing that we need a lot more depth to get a lot more magnet, magnetic force. And so we started like calculating magnetic force and like, okay, what are the tolerances of this? How many blocks need to be able to, to like hold onto each other before they fall apart? Um, so a lot of engineering around that. But, um, you know, it was, it was relatively early on that we figured out that, that magnets were the way to go. And still to this day, like we've been selling this almost kind of like, uh, we were, we're just now kind of emerging from like a soft launch. Um, but the number one comment that we get from customers is they, they write us like, Oh my gosh, I love my setup. Thanks so much. 
Um, it's always great to hear feedback like that. But then the one thing I always say is that I, I can't believe how easy it was to put together. And we go, what are you talking about? Of course it was like, you just, it's this magnet. So you just like, you put it where like, you can see where the magnet, they just snap on. It was so unclear. And the thing is, and this is what I tell my co-founder is like, the system is so simple when you get it, but it's actually really complicated to get it. Uh, and so like, you know, the, the amount of work we have to do to explain, and we've done a poor job to this point. I think I was telling you before the, the show, I sent you an email that we just updated our homepage, which we're you know a little bit more happy with. We've updated product pages. And so we have all these renders of the individual pieces and we do a lot more work to kind of show how it goes together. We got to get a lot better with video to have like someone just like snapping it all together. Um, you know, but uh, we still to this day, like, you know, I can't believe how easy it was to put together. And uh, it just, it tells us that like the solution's great, but we need to do a lot more work to make that just like dead obvious that this is how, how the thing works. Uh, Cause it is a lot of fun and, and it's fun. You know, it's as silly as that is having a product that is just joyful to put together and just to kind of fiddle with, it's a big deal. Like, you know, I, I certainly like it. I think it's really cool. I love the customization. Uh, back to the magnets just for a second. Did you try other solutions or was it always, was it always going to be magnets once that idea came? Always magnets. Uh, we, like I said, it, getting the right sizes. Like, And uh, one of the things that we struggled with early on is that the magnets were falling out. And so you can see them here. Yeah. And like my co-founder is going to hate that I'm sharing this probably. Um, but these little magnets that like getting the right adhesive, getting the right size magnets in the right spot with the right kind of adhesive and the right kind of tolerances. Because we, we cut all this stuff on a CNC machine that my co-founder programs. Um, and so getting the right tolerances for how tight that needs to be with the right sort of like force was really hard. We went through a lot of iterations where they were popping out and we were really getting like, oh my gosh, are we going to figure this out? Is this going to work? Um, we're super confident now. I should make that very clear. They don't fall out ever anymore. If they do, you know, call me. Um, but that took a long time for us to get that really dialed in and figured out. Um, but yeah, always magnets. And when it comes to like magnet strength, were there like different iterations of like, all right, let's try this strength or is it, I don't know. Are all magnets the same? I have no idea. Like, do they have different strength? Well, so ne- ne- so we've, we, we, we've discovered this. So neodymium magnets are a very specific kind. They're not like your refrigerator magnet, like a rare earth mineral magnet. Um, they are the strongest magnets out there. Now, getting the force right, though, is like the, the, the diameter of the magnet and the depth of the magnet matter. And so we played a lot with like, okay, what's the right diameter and what's the right depth to get that force just right? And so, I mean, we, we went through literally dozens of versions of ma- like we spent way more money than I want to share on this, <laughs> like buying different sets of magnets and like, and, and seeing which ones work the right way. And then also kind of deciding like, you know, even on this top, you know, I was showing this to you, knowing how strong we wanted that to be, that made that like the back of these have magnets in them. Right. Yeah. And so we needed to figure out, and they're like, they're not on the surface, we, we inset them just a little bit. And these on this surface are inset a little bit. They're underneath the surface. So getting the right size and depth of all of these magnets so that it has the force that we want is really hard to get right. And it's kind of just trial and error. So you've got to like make it, put them together, see if they work well, and then like, you know, make changes from there, which is why it, it took us, I mean, we were, we were working on this for like 18 months. Um, 
pretty intensely uh, just to get the system right. And, and I think that's actually pretty accelerated. And you know, I got a text message yesterday from a brand I won't name that, you know, said how they'd been working for two years on developing sweatpants. And I was like, there's no way it took you two years to come out with sweatpants. That's ridiculous. Uh, so it took us like 16 months of really hard development work and a lot of iterations to go from, you know, these really bad versions I've got next to me here to what we were shipping now today. I was really curious about that because it seems like, it seems like, oh yeah, we're just going to use magnets, but there's so much that goes into that. There, there's just so much that goes into a physical product that you don't think about when it yeah. works right. Because to get to that point, you got to figure out all the ways it doesn't work right. All the issues that might come up to be able to get it right. So you That's don't right. have those issues. It's just so fascinating. That's right. Um, let's rewind a little bit. It's hard, man. Cause like you gotta like find the sourcing of it. You gotta like, you know, and, and you gotta live with it. That's the one thing. And sorry to, to cut you off there. Um, you know, one of the harder parts is like we had to build a thing and sometimes you have to live with it for like a week or so Absolutely. to figure out like what you don't like about it, you know, cause like it, it might immediately be like, oh, this is perfect. But then you live with it, you know, that's not quite right. Or like the hole in the back isn't the right size. My cables keep falling through. And so like those little iterations just take a lot of time just living with the products to get right. That, that's so true. So I wanted to go back to the beginning again, just a little bit, cause we talked about this before we were recording and I wanted to, to like get it on get it on the show is when did that yeah. like aha moment come? Like, Hey, let's do this because it was already, I don't want to say a crowded market, but there were like Grove made for instance, yeah. was like already pretty heavily invested in the space. So what made, what was that moment where you're like, Hey, I think we can compete because we have a better solution. Yeah. I mean, so we, it, it really started at the, you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic coming home, looking at our own situation. And I think that, you know, the desk setup thing is one. And I, I don't, I can't remember I was saying this after we started recording or not. Um, but the desk is really our first best customer area. We think like our, our first best product we think is for the desk setup community. You know, people that really want a nice desk setup in their, in their home office or otherwise. Um, but what we were really producing, what we really wanted to create was a solution that lived in any part of your home. And so our very first product had nothing to do with a desk, actually. <laughs> so like when we started, you know, making these, we, you know, uh, we said they're kind of like furniture Legos. You know, when we first started making these little furniture Legos, these drawers and cubbies that you could stack and modularize in different you know, sizes, we were originally thinking, OK, like I've got this space in my kitchen that I think everyone has that collects all your mail. It has your kid's school work. It's got like all your iPhone and iPad chargers. It just collects all your, your stuff. And it's just in either piles or sometimes you get little wicker baskets or something, but it always looks a mess. Um, and I'm a little bit um, OCD about that kind of stuff. I really like, I think my wife and I, I got this for my wife. I wasn't always this way, but we really like things, you know, nice and organized. I've got two kids. And so you just accumulate a lot of stuff. And so we wanted a solution that was like a nice, elevated, beautiful solution that when we were schooling from home, our gym was at home, our work was at home, when everything was inside of our house, we wanted to like tidy up spaces and create areas that were dedicated for what they should be used for. Now, we were early saying on, you know, there's like the minimalist approach, like, well, you can just throw everything out. But then when you, when you start looking at things, like start looking around your office right now, let's look around your house. Like most of it, you don't really want to throw out. Right. You know, it's like, well, I, I need those batteries. you like, I need that little set of tools. Yeah. I might like, need, I need that later. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't want to throw it all out and like, you don't want to put it away in baskets. And so like, 
you know, we, we started thinking of something that didn't even live in a, in, in your office. It was like I said, I think earlier, is that it was only by accident that I was setting up my home office. And like, you know, because we had shorter tops, you know, so like it was just like, you know, think of our, our desk shelf, like smushed together. The smallest size we have is like a 40 or is a 24 inch that we call it the desk shelf dot me. Mm-hmm. We thought it would be really clever to like give all of our, our products like URL names. I don't know if that was a great idea, <laughs> but um, the, the shortest one and we, we stacked them like, you know, blocks are stackable. Like if you go to our website right now and I don't think anyone would even that's not even at all clear that you can just like stack all of our blocks up. But originally our first products that we were sketching out were stacked blocks that would go in like little nooks in your house. Yeah. So you can actually like make the shelf higher table. if you wanted to, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, so this is what we're looking at here. These are three blocks stacked on top of each other with a top. Yeah. You know, here's the back of them with like the cubbies for, uh, or the little holes for wire management. So this could be like a little thing that you put, you know, somewhere, you know, in your house that distorts like your remote controls or like notepads or something like that. That was the original solution. When we, when we were looking at the space and like, okay, well, we have to launch, you know, and we have to tell a story that makes sense. And so we have to decide what is the first best customer? Where's the community that we think we can make an immediate impact? Um, we, for better or for worse, and we, we might, you know, find out, you know, down the road that we were wrong about this, but we thought that the desk setup community in that niche was one that was both narrow enough and wide enough for us to create an impact in. And so we thought it made sense for us to start there and then kind of like circle out. So like, you know, you'll see over the next, you know, months and years, hopefully, that we start circling out to other places in our home. We have, you know, more modular pieces. I think I'd shared with you before, we've got other heights of our drawers and our our cubbies uh, that we'll be rolling out. Um, We've got other products, different size legs, like the, I've got a little shelf behind me. You can't even really tell on this, but it has like a shorter version. Um, which is really cool for like, you know, depending on how high you want your your desk shelf to be. Um, We've got shorter legs. So like, here's one of our legs right here. You know, so like we've got different sizes of these. Um, You know, so we'll think we'll tackle some other areas. Um, And so like I said, it was just kind of on accident that we decided that this was the place we should focus on, you know, as our first market. Yeah, I think it's the modular system and the custom, like being able to customize it further after after you buy it, it's just... It's so awesome. It's almost like you used to work at Apple. It's like you get into the ecosystem and you can keep buying different options to upgrade like your setup. I think is great because you don't have that option. I'm, I'm just going to say with GroveMade because it's the biggest one I know in, right. in the like desk setup space. Like you, you have different channels on your shelves too, right? So you can put the legs in different spots depending on how you, want, right. you want your setup. I think it's great. And having the the adjustable height options, like you don't have that with other options where you can, hey, if I want it to yeah. be taller now because my Mac Studio doesn't fit under my shelf, so it's got to sit up on top. Like, <laughs> right. ah, this yeah. is horrible. Like I want it off there and I don't- We've got I, solutions I, for that. You have solutions for that. I can just raise my uh, raise my shelf. It's so awesome. Um, what, you you kind of mentioned it. Are there, yeah, I don't know if you can share this, Are what space do you guys want to tackle next or have you been contemplating like, tackling next yeah I mean, so we when we you know if, if you looked at the first version of our website mm-hmm. um we were very open about where we wanted to go you know we didn't lie on purpose you know, but we 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 had this you know everyone when you launch a company you've got like a roadmap and that roadmap inevitably changes for any number of reasons and so we have two other uh product lines that we already had named and kind of scoped out and specced out one was called the the tidy um which would you can kind of think of this as like 
this would be an example of something that you'd call a tidy. And it might be one drawer and one cubby stacked on top of each other with a top, just a simple little thing. Uh, so we had three different sizes of things called the tidy. And that was intended to live in places like bedside tables or side tables uh, in, in your living room to like, you know, put your, like a magazine in and like your remotes, that kind of thing, or in places like your kitchen or coffee station. Um, and then we had a, um, a larger version of that called the organize. And you can imagine just like more blocks, more bigger blocks. And so like wider ones, taller ones, but they're all modular, right? So like they, they we have three different heights and they all kind of like stack up together and all the magnets line up perfectly. And so we had a couple different, we had three different configurations of that that could live anywhere from like a, a really, you know, premium dedicated media center, you know, all the way to like a credenza topper that you'd have like as like a little catch-all area when you walk in the house, if you've got like a little nice credenza there. And so we had those spec'd out. We might never release them in that particular format. I think the next thing we plan on doing is like the, the desk shelf, I think, lets people kind of see what something can be. It's like, okay, I've got these blocks, I've got these legs, I've got these tops, I can put them together in a variety of different ways. And it makes this the shelf that I can put on my desk primarily, but maybe some other places. The next thing we plan to do, um, when, now that we've hopefully done a better job explaining how that system works is that we want to release the blocks by themselves. And so that you might go, for instance, on our website, configure a desk shelf. And you were saying earlier that like you had a walnut desk or you had like a, you know, a darker colored desk and now you have a lighter one and like, oh, it might, it would be nice if I could swap out that top or the face plates or something. And so we want to take those individual components that we're really only selling today as a, as a kind of a pre-built yeah, bundle or system yeah, yeah. and modularize it. And so you could go to like, you could, for instance, buy this top all by itself. You know, here's just a top. We call this a T2 because it's got, you know, two, it's a T for top and it's got two rows of magnets in it. So this is our T2. You could go buy that. And then separately, you could buy just this one block, for example. So I want one drawer and a top. You put those together, you can buy them independently. And now you've got this, you know, neat little thing that you can put somewhere to like, again, just kind of like tidy up the space. And so I think the next thing we want to do is just release the individual things and then kind of see what people do with it. And I think that we were a little arrogant, I think, in thinking like, okay, we're going to, we're going to make all of these configurations. You can sign a seam on a shirt, all these different things, right? We're going to make all these configurations that we think are just right for all these different scenarios. And I think what, what we're starting to learn is that, you know, people are going to do things with them that we hadn't thought about. The leg, for instance, this is a cool story. We never had any plan on making a leg. It is so obvious <laughs> to have just like a simple leg as one of the module options, but we never planned it. This only happened because we sent one of the early prototypes to uh, a, a content creator that, that we met on um, uh, through Instagram. And, you know, he was telling us, he's like, you know, it's, I really like it, except I've got this monitor arm and it's just where the block is. And since the block takes up a lot of space in the back, I can't push it up all the way to where the clamp goes. And so like, do you have just like a, like a, like a leg or an arm that could go there? And we're just like, no, but obviously that makes sense. So like, and the nice thing about owning the means of our own production. So we, we own our own workshop, we own all of our equipment. It was a huge upfront cost, but we thought it was worth it. Um, the nice thing about that is we could go to the shop the next day and start cutting prototypes and putting these things together. We've got some early prototypes of legs and snapping them on and kind of see what works and what the shape should be and like what fits our aesthetic. 
Um, and so it was easy for us to kind of roll those out. And I think that, I don't know if I even answered your question, but yeah, no, it's such, it's such like revolutionary, I think for like the space, it's so simple, but yeah, it changes. It really does change the game for like, I mean, furniture essentially, I think, uh, right. because yeah. like your, te- your taste change, your setups change, and you might have, you know, something that you really like, like I like my desk shelf, but it does like it doesn't match anymore. It doesn't really work and function the way it used to because my setup has changed. So now it's like, well, I like everything I have, but I just need one piece to change it and I would be happy and I don't want to buy a whole new setup. Now you can, you know, when you guys roll that out, you can buy one piece. Same thing when it comes to furniture, like you were talking about maybe, you know, entertainment, you know, places to put entertainment stuff. What if like you redecorate and like, ah, oh, that doesn't match. Now we got to get a whole new one. Well, no, you could just get a new face <laughs> and like you're, you're good to go. That's exactly it. You know, like I, I, I change my setup for obvious reasons a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we always have new things. I'm trying it out and like how I got to live with it. Um, but you can imagine we actually had one of our customers. Uh, she bought the smallest size desk shelf and it was before we had the leg. We only recently rolled that out. And so we had, it was, it's a cubby and a drawer, 24 inches long. And she bought it and she's, she wrote us and she said, oh my gosh, I love this desk shelf, except I'm so upset with myself because I got the wrong one. Um, cause she's like, I didn't think that I cared about like a space in the middle where I could push like my keyboard and stuff out of the way. But now that I have this on my desk, it seems so obvious that I want that. And she's like, and I was so upset until I realized, well, it's modular so I can get a, a top, right? And we're like, well, not yet. But, you know, she was one of our first customers. We were just like, but we're happy to send you one. So we sent her a longer top. And all she did was take those blocks. She just put them apart, put the new top on it. And it's an entirely different custom setup. That's and so you can awesome. imagine now, like if you have one of the existing ones that had like a block on both sides and you wanted to put a, a, a leg on one side because you wanted to open up more space underneath or whatever it was. Now, especially when we have the, the individual blocks, you can get a leg, replace like your cubby with one of the legs and either move that cubby over. So you've got sort of like two cubbies on one side and the leg on the other, or you can buy just a top and then put that top on top of that now standalone drawer or cubby that you moved. And you can use that somewhere else in your house. And so it's almost like we, we hope that people are do some interesting stuff with it, which is why I kind of like skirted the question of like, where's the next area? We're not quite sure we're going to see like when people start throwing legs on there and taking these blocks and building things in areas of their house that we weren't expecting, we almost want to nicely infiltrate these different areas of your home, kind of organize different spaces, see what people do with it. And then, you know, just kind of start highlighting those. Yeah. I think it's so awesome to have a system that grows with you and changes with you as you need and to have ownership that wants to see how their customers use the product and, and what they want next, I think is huge. It's one of the reasons like you know, the last couple of episodes I had of uh, the folks from Ecamm on, and that's one of the reasons I love using yeah. Ecamm is because they listen to their customer base and see how they're using the product and adapt the product based on their customers' needs. So, I mean, that's yeah. that's a successful business plan right there and roadmap. It, it may change, but as yeah, long as that constant you. of like, we're going to give our customers what they want and not force them to take yeah. something they don't, you know, I think is, is great. That's it's, right. it's such an awesome system. So, uh, David, thanks for coming on the show. Thank thanks you. for like sharing it. Guys, you have to go check out their website. It'll be linked down below because it to me, it's a no-brainer. Like if you need a, a desk shelf or, or drawers or whatever, you have to look at getting the system because it can grow with you. You can customize it as your room changes, as your needs change. It's just, it's so awesome. So David, thanks again, man. 
Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, guys, I hope you enjoy this episode. Like I mentioned, all the links will be down in the description um, of the show or the show notes, uh, the description of the video. I don't even know what we're calling it these days. However, you're consuming the podcast. The links will be down below. Go check it out. All right, guys, if you enjoyed this, make sure you give it a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't already. And as always, I'll talk to you guys next week, which will be episode 99. We're almost to 100. All right, guys. 